Blog Talk Radio.
when you need to get before God, you need to pray, you know what you need to do. What we need to do at all times is just make sure we give God what to do him. Praise, glory, submission. We need to make sure that we always stand before him with a clean heart, with clean hands. We need to make sure that we know that God is just more than just God. What I mean by that? We need to know and make sure that God knows we know he's our everything. He's not just our reviver. He's not just our protector. He's not just our uh, restorer. He's not just our Lord and Savior, doctor, what we need him, lawyer, what we need him, judge in the courtroom. He's, he's not just that, but he's our everything. He's our morning star. He's our moon in the even when the moon is covered with the clouds, that he is a light among the stars, that he's bigger than that. We have to get to a place in God that we say, you know what, Lord, no matter what we said or done, I know you. Technically, in the past, to see if he's running late. Um, I'm here. Okay, Barry. Thank you, Pastor. I have just been talking because I asked a little while ago if you were on the line. Are you doing Facebook Live, Pastor? I'm setting up as we speak right now. Okay, well, I'm, you want me to keep talking, and then when you get ready, you'll let me know? Yes, please. Okay. So as we're we're talking while we're waiting on the pastor to get ready, I, I just want to remind you all, that when you're looking for a gift, when you present yourself to God and you say, yes, Lord, your will, your way, then you get the gift of eternal life. When you know that God has given you the opportunity, when God has given you the chance to repent and you do that and God receives you, it's no sin so big that you can't be forgiven from. As long as you don't do an abomination or anything like that, and you get in the Word, find out what what God loves. Find out what God hates. When you get in that, you can set up a real relationship with the Lord because, see, if you find yourself in a position that you did something, said something, or doing something, you can go to God and repent daily. Talk to God every day because I'm going to tell you, as a witness, I'm working my left hand with my right hand to God. As a witness, I can tell you, I have seen some things. I have said some things. I have felt some things. I have thought some things. I have did some things I was about to finna do. And I had to stop. And, or if I went through it, I had to say, God, help me. See, that right there, God, I need you to get that right there. You know, when we say I got to fix myself up, clean myself up before I go to church, no, mm-mm. He said, come as you are. He didn't say stay as you are, but he said come as you are. And when you get to the place that you know that 
when you ask God to save you or forgive you of all your sins, daily sins, that you know that God will do just that. There's nothing too hard for him. From A to Z, there's nothing too hard for him. No matter how you count from zero to nine, every time you keep going to the, the next level, the numbers change from zero to nine to one to 19. Then from 20 to 29. Just keep going. The numbers keep changing. God, if you're not tired of getting delivered, God's not tired of delivering you. But he's going to tell you at some point, are you repeating or are you repenting? And then you have to learn how to be honest with not just God but with yourself. I said the other night, after I repented and did some things in my life, I had to come to the point, in fact, I had to say, God, teach me how to forgive myself. See, a lot of times we want God to forgive everything and everybody else, but we forget to ask God to teach us how to forgive ourselves. When God throw your sins in the seal, forgiveness, never to remember no more, we keep reliving and we keep allowing other people to relive and to remind us and draw us back to a place that we once was. We got to come out of that place. Again, we're in a season of celebrating Christ. They put Christmas on it. So Christ, we must repent and present our bodies, our minds, souls, and hearts as a sacrifice to you, as a treasure. We're, we're seeking you as a treasure, <clears throat> but we're giving ourselves back to you as the treasure you made us out to be. I, I hope you all understand what I've meant by that, but I don't want to leave here and go to the devil's place. Hell, his kingdom, there's no benefits there. There's we are. We are. Okay, Pastor, you ready? Yes, and yes, and we are glad to be a part of what God has for us once again, another day, another hour, another time. We take it not for granted or lightly that we will be uh, called or asked to share God's word with the people of God, uh, with those that are on uh, Blog Talk Radio as well as Facebook Live. We, I know we are in the, what they consider the, uh, Christmas season, and um, we know that there are uh, yeah, people are out shopping, people are out, out, they're out making their money, uh, you know, so, no, spending their money, not making their money, they're out spending their money, and all of that good thing. But we thank God for all that He's done. Thank God for, for whom all blessings flow. Um, I come in the honor and privilege once again to be here with my family here on Blog Talk Radio. God is a good God really to be praised. I want to talk, um, I spoke about this on yesterday, but God has impression on, on me to continue to, you know, one thing about being a preacher or a pastor and you're preaching a message, we don't always get a chance to complete the message because sometimes God is talking to, the, to a particular crowd. God is talking to a particular person. God is setting some things up for or a situation that's going on in some people's lives at the time. And we have, sometimes we have notes on notes on notes but we thank God for the ability to uh, to share God's word because it is important that we share God's word. Bless you, Pastor. I mean, uh, uh, 
He's down his mercy. She's on here as well. God is a great God. really to be praised. I'm going to talk about, once again, drive and go forth. Give me a favor. You're here on Facebook Live. Type in the comment section, drive and go forth. Come on, type in the comment section, drive and go forward. God is a great God. He's worthy to be praised. God is a great God, and there's nothing like him anywhere. I won't let you know that this is the season that we walk in, that we will not be lagging behind, but we will push forward. This is the season that we are in, that we are not going to uh, uh, be less. We're not going to walk in less. We're We're going to walk in above. We're going to walk in. Uh, a, a completely different place that God has ordained for us, and that place is called victory. That place is called up, up, and up. Thank God for an up season. Well, come on, somebody says, I thank God for my up season, for my up season. And God is greatly, he's setting us up for our up season, uh, Lynn. The reason why he set us up for our up season because we some people are used to being down or, or having a place of less than or having a place of what has become a normality of dysfunction. But God is setting us up for our up season. Uh, I, I know that the year has not been all that we have been wanted to or, or we have expected it to. And so then the devil is trying to tell us what's not going to happen. But we thank God that he's not done. This is only uh, um, day 11, Dorinda, of, of, of a 31-day month. And God still has 20 days left. To bless us. God has 20 more days that all the promises all year long that he has, he has given us, the words of prophecy, the words of confirmation, the words of revelation that God has promised us. He has 20 more days to perform. I don't know about you. Have you ever experienced God that he, that he it felt like he's coming at the very last minute? He's coming at the very last second. It's like when you're going to fall off the cliff or you're going to just let go and say enough is enough. He picks you up and he sets you in a place where you say, okay, now it all makes sense. Sometimes what we think we're ready for, we're not quite ready for. Uh, and, and you know, I'll, I think often that at times we're not. We, you don't. You don't give a a younger person a brand new car because they're not ready to handle the responsibility what goes along with it. And sometimes God is setting us up so that we can be ready for what we ask for and what He is what He is ordaining for us in this particular season. And so then I want to go to Second Kings, the fourth chapter. Second Kings, the fourth chapter. Starting with the fifteenth verse. Second Kings, the fourth chapter, starting with the fifteenth verse. Those of us who have been in church for a while, we know this is a very familiar passage of scripture and we have read it, we have talked about it, we have heard it. But this is what God wants me to relate to you tonight. It's a drive and go forward. Second Kings, the fourth chapter, the fifteenth to the twentieth verse says this, and he said, Call her. And when she when he had called her, she stood in the door, and he said, about this season, according to the time of life, thou shalt embrace a son. And she said, nay, my Lord, thou man of God, do not lie upon thine hand made. And the woman conceived, listen, and the woman conceived, and bare a son at the season that Elijah had said unto her, according to the time of life. And when the child was grown, it fell on a day that he went out to his father to the reapers. And he said unto his father, my head, my head. And he said to the last, carry him to his mother. And when he had taken him and brought him to his mother, he sat on her knees till noon, and then he then died. 
24th verse says this. Then she saddled an ass and said to her servant, Drive and go forth. Slack not thy riding for me, except I bid thee. One more time, Matthew says, And she saddled an ass and said to her servant, Drive and go forth. Slack not thy riding for me, except I bid thee. With a word of prayer, Father, we thank you, we glorify you, we thank you that you're going to open up our hearts and our minds to receive the word of God on today. And, Father, we thank you for revelation. We thank you for consistency. We thank you for what you're doing, how you're about to do it, and where you're about to do it. And, Father, we give you glory, we give you praise as we receive your word, as we give our undivided attention to the words of God that would attach itself to us, and we shall go forth from this day forward in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, here it is. We... Those of us that have been in church, we know this particular scripture. For those that have not been in church, let me tell you the story. There, here it is, a Shudamite woman, and, and, and the man of God would come to her town often. She went to her husband and said to her husband, listen, let's make him a room. Let's, let's, let's give him a room to where he can lay his head when he's in town. She said, we're going to give him a bed, we're going to give him a lamp, uh, we're going to give him a table, so that when he comes, he doesn't have to go to the hotel or work out where he's going to lay his head, because we have a spot set for him. And so then in the midst of it, he is telling, he has a, he is in a place of gratitude. He's a place of appreciation. He said so many words of our paraphrase. You didn't have to do this, but since you've done this, what can I do for you? Generally, commercial says, what can Brown do for you? Elijah said, what can I do for you? And she says, he said, can I, can I, can I, can I speak out to the king for you? Those in high places, I'm paraphrasing. She said, no, I don't need all of that. I'm fine where I am. I'm grateful for what I have, and I'm cool now. Thank God. And then his, his armor bearer, Gehazi, said to him, she don't have no children because she's dealing with an old man. She's dealing with an older man. So what happened was her husband found him a P-Y-T, a pretty young thing. I know some of us think, some of y'all, we think we're some pretty young things. That's all right. So in the midst of it, he says to her, I, I, you don't have a child. And so, but this time next year, this time this season, here, here this word season, here's this time again in this next season, this, this time next year, this season, you shall conceive a son. And she says to him, you don't have to lie to me. You don't have to do anything to impress me. I believe you are the man of God. I know you are the man of God. I don't need all of that, but I'll, But so be it. Here it is. So then in the midst of all of this, what happens is, and it comes to pass, the word of prophecy come to pass, and there, here it is, uh, 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 her son, as he got older, went out to help his father in the field. Helping him in the field, and they said what happened is he has a heat stroke. He says, my head, my head. As, as most men do as we do, Mac, we say, take these babies to their mother. The mother is the nurturer. She's the one that, that kisses all the boo-boos. And she, puts, she puts on everything that the baby needs in the midst of what, what they're happening, what, what's going on. And so then, as, she, as she's trying to comfort him, as she got him on her knee and say, oh, it's going to be all right, the baby died. But she didn't falter. She, didn't, she wasn't shaken because she believed the man of God. She believed what he said. And what happened is, we have to learn how to drive. Somebody say drive. We have to learn how to listen. I drive Uber, and what tends to happen sometimes while I'm driving Uber, you have so many people that do not know how to drive. They do not pay attention. They're driving for themselves and themselves only. They're not paying attention to what's going on. They only have their own interests in mind. So they're in the midst of everything. What's happening is to drive is to operate and control the direction and speed of whatever mere vehicle you drive. 
once again, is to operate and control the direction. I know sometimes we feel like things are getting out of control. Things are, things are not going the way they should go. And it's like every time we, we feel like every time we turn around, something has happened. That's not how I feel anymore. Because I recognize that, 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 the, that the devil comes to steal, kill, and to destroy. So I know that being his, that being his, 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 his resume, that being his job, he's going to be on his job. But my job is to stand firm to what God has said to me. Here it is, the, one, the man of God prophesied that she was going to have a, a male child, and she had the male child according to the word of God. That's why we have to learn how to read our word. We have to learn how to study our word. The Bible clearly says to study to show thyself approved. A workman need not to be ashamed, but rightly dividing the word of truth. So if you learn how to read the Bible, if you learn how to study the Bible, if you learn how to and in, in take the Bible, then you know how to be apply the Bible. Right? Say apply. We need to learn how to apply instruction. You know, apply positive thinking. Yeah. We we see often on Facebook on social media, Siobhan, positive vibes only over here. Positive vibes only on this side. Positive vibes here and there. But we have to learn how to drive and control what's going on in our life. Because some yeah. of these things that we're dealing with are self-inflicted. Some of these things mm-hmm. that we're dealing with has nothing to do with nobody else. It has nothing to do with us personally. So we have yeah. to learn how to deal with things. We have to learn how to, 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 to be more positive. Learn how to follow instructions. Remember on The Wizard of Oz? What was the song they kept singing? Follow, follow, follow the yellow brick road. Now, when, every time they veered off the road, remember in the field, uh, uh, what happened? When they, when they, they, every time they veered off, something happened. And we are so distracted by life and what the devil is doing that we are, we are veering off the path in which God has for us. The Bible declares that uh, uh, wide is the path to lead us unto destruction, but narrow is the way to lead unto righteousness. Why is the narrow path lead to righteousness? Because it keeps you, it, it keeps you confined, not really confined, but it keeps you in line. It keeps the barriers around you. It keeps you, keeps you straight. Sometimes when it's wide, it's too much, it's too much air. It's too much leeway to go back and forth and up and down. And then we get in our feelings, and, and we all know that sometimes our feelings are up and down and in and out. But we have to drive. We have to propel or carry along back. So uh, uh, I believe I believe the scripture says, uh, "Suffering violence and the violent take it by force." We have to learn how to take it by force. What force are you using in your life today? Are you just settling for the lack thereof? Are you just settling for things that are not going right in your life? Are you just settling for the devil robbing? Robbing your children of their peace of mind, your peace of mind, your marriage, and your relationship, not just with your husband or your wife, but in your church, in your neighborhood, at your job, in your place of employment. Are you settling for the devil to come in doing what he's supposed to do as a thief and a robber? But I want to tell you tonight, it's time for you and us to drive and go forward. One more time, type in the comment section, drive and go forward. Yeah. Now, what direction are you going? And what direction are you going? Are you going in the right direction? Are you acknowledging God in all thy ways and he is directing your path? Or are you going your own way? Are you, are you taking things as a grain of salt, a grain of sand? Are you really putting the work in so that God can do the work in your life? Or are you settling for less than what you should be yours? The yeah. kingdom 
of God suffer it, come on, violence, and the violence take it by force. Somebody say force, which means you got to, you got, guess what you got to do? You got to press on it. You got to push on it. You got to be consistent on it. You can't lay back and accept what this don't belong to. You got to drive and go forth. You got to go forward is in the direction that you're facing. You're just traveling towards a particular place. Onward, Christian soldiers, onward toward the success and the successful conclusion. I don't know about you, but I know that my outcome is going to be positive. Yes. But guess what God's going to do? He takes you to a thing. He brings you through it, and he brings you out. Once again, he brings you to it. He brings you through it, and he brings you out. Now, the rough time is going through it. The rough time is going through, through the ups and the downs, the ins and the outs, the, the, the instability emotionally and physically. We've lost some people. We've lost some things. We've lost some people. We felt like we, we, we were losing it all, but God intervened. So for us to drive and go forth, we've got to stay focused. Somebody say, somebody say stay focused. Stay focused. The shooter my woman decided, I guess what i got to do. I've got to go see the man that gave me the promise. I gotta go talk to the person that I needed to ask for this thing. There are some things and assignments in your life you didn't ask God for. Can I get a witness? Raise your hand. I was one of the people that did not ask for the assignment of the pastor of the Fountain of Living Water Ministry, but it was a part of the assignment that God has ordained for my life. In Jeremiah, he says this. He said, before I formed thee, I knew thee and ordained thee a prophet unto the nation, which means I knew what your job was going to be. I knew what your assignment was going to be. I knew it wasn't going to be easy. I knew it wasn't going to be okay. But yet and still, you were born for this. You were born for this time. You were born for this season. You were born for the situation. I know you feel like that every time I turn and hear this and then turn around and go that and then he goes this. It seems I can't find time and for peace because I feel like I'm busting my head every time. But it's just the devil coming at you as a distraction to get you off your square if you don't drive and go forward. If you do not stay consistent, if you do not press toward the mark of the prize of the high calling, which is in Christ Jesus. Listen, there's a man named Job, and Job stayed focused in spite of losing everything that he had. Lost his daughters, lost his sons, lost his, lost his houses, lost his land, lost his cattle, lost his, a- his oxen, lost his asses, lost everything that he had financially. Even his body was attacked. He had more. His friends were saying, man, what did you do? What, 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 what happened that you in this position? He said, I ain't did nothing. But the, not knowing that God considered him an upright and, and, and righteous man, there was nothing to worry about because we, God knew that in spite of it all, Joe wasn't going to give up. That's it. We have to ask yourself this many, many times, Margo, how many times have we given up? How many times have we said, I'm done with this? I can't go another further with this. It's too much for me to handle you. Too much on my plate. But I came to let you know that he won't put more on you than you deserve. That's it. Come on, give me some hearts and some thumbs if you believe that he won't put more on you than you can bear. The Bible declares that he said, I will never leave you, neither would I forsake you. I will be with you until the very end. Listen, the Bible says the better is the end of the thing than the beginning thereof. I'm coming to tell you, we got to drive and go forward. The Shunammite woman decided, I'm going to this man that gave me this promise. I'm going to this man 
that told me that this was this all this was things was going to happen for me, so I can remind him about what he said. But guess what? Her husband said, "Where's it going?" She said, "Don't worry about it. It is well." I want to tell you tonight, women of God, men of God, that's on here, Facebook Live, that's on Blog Talk Radio right now. It is well. Hallelujah. Glory to God. It is well. Everything is going to be all right. Because it is well. She decreed and she declared with her mouth, for the Bible declares that the power of death and life lies in our tongue. And she tells her husband, it is well. She gets to Elijah. Elijah asks about her husband, asks about the family, asks about the kids. She says, it is well. It doesn't matter what it looks like. It doesn't matter what it sounds like. It don't matter how heavy it may seem. It is well. I know it may seem like everything's been falling on broken pieces, but it is well. Everything is going to be all right if you really trust and believe that the Savior that you say you serve. It is well. I know that it's hitting you from every side. I know that we're in a season that a lot, a lot of a lot of death happens. A lot of deaths are, are being put up, people that we are missing, wishing they were here with us to spend this family time together, this time of fellowship, this time of love, this time of celebration. And the devil reminds us at times they're not here. He tries to bring depression on you. He tries to bring fear on you. But it's time for us to drive forward out of fear. It's yeah, time for yeah, us to drive yeah. forward out of yeah. depression. Now, uh, the Bible says, he has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of a sound mind. It's time for us yeah. to come out of the place of loneliness. He's not going to leave you or forsake you. He's going to be a time for us to drive out of hurt. Right? They drive out of it. Drive out of the negativity. Drive out of the place of being open to accept the negative. The Bible says, leave no place, no space for the devil. Because the one thing from the old, old, old story says, if you, if you let him drive, if you let him drive, ride, he's going to want to drive. If you let him ride, he's going to want to drive. I don't know about you, but I don't have no space for Satan and his foolishness. It's time to drive. Excuse me, time to drive out of these places. Time to drive out of the place of hurt. Time to drive out of the place of past. The Bible declares that any man that's in Christ, he is, she is a new creature. All things are passed away. And behold, all things have become new. Why has it new? Because it has to be new. Because this old place carries too much baggage. The problem is sometimes we jump from relationship to relationship carrying old baggage. That's it. We can't enjoy the new place. We can't enjoy the new love. We can't, we can't enjoy the new peace. We can't enjoy the new person because we carry along all this old back. That's it, Pastor. That's it. That's it, Pastor. We've gotten so used to the old back that we don't know how to work. We don't know how to live. We don't know how to function in a, in a new place because it's foreign to us. But I came to encourage you tonight that it is well. It's time to drive home. Come on. Come on. I'm telling you that it is well, and it's time to drive forward. It's time to drive out of these old places. It's time to drive out of these old habits. It's time to drive out of them old clothes, that old mentality, that old conversation, the old connection. It's time to drive out because it is well. So then we have to drive out of these places of depression, fear, loneliness, hurt, and the past, and it's time to drive into peace. 
like a river. And tennis my way. Sorrows like seeds below growth. Whatever my lot, glory to God. Thou have taught me to say it is well. It is well with my soul. It's time to drive into restoration. It's time to drive into a better place than once we than when, when we once were. Because it is time for a place of restoration. Yeah. I believe it's the wine is the song the song that sings that restoration has finally come. I've been restored back to my place in God. I don't know about you, but I've been restored back to some places. Just when I thought things were going bad, things were not going to uh, 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 work the way, God has brought me back to a place of restoration. It's time, it's got time to drive into a place of completing uh, the, fulfill, the fulfillment of the assignment. I know it may seem like it's not going anywhere. I know it may seem like it's not happening, but it's time to complete and fu- complete the fulfillment of what God has for you. It's time to drive into your complete healing. Oh, yes, it is. Uh, it's time to drive into your future. My mother was singing this song at the South River Water Ministries years ago that says that you are somewhere in your future, and you look much better than you do right now. Once again, you're somewhere in your future, and you look much better than you do right now. Listen, Satan thought that he was going to going to rob the Shudamite woman. How many times has the devil presented to you as a thief, as a robber, as a killer? He came to steal from you. He came to kill your joy. He came to kill your promise. But I came to encourage you tonight to drive and go forward, to tell you that it is well with your soul. I'm telling you that she decided, guess what? I'm not going to settle for what you're doing because I know that I serve a God. I know that the man of God promised me some things and that everything is going to be all right. I'm telling you that the devil, uh, uh, he, he's, determined to, he's determined to try to kill your promise. But I came to tell you that you're going to fulfill the promise. Come on, come on. Type in the comment section that I'm going to fulfill my promise. And what lit are you willing to go through? Are you willing to kill your thoughts? Are you willing to kill your your personal way of doing things and let God intervene? Are you willing to let God have his way in your life? Are you willing to humble yourself and let God do the work? It may be uncomfortable. It may be different. But I guarantee you the end result is going to be victory. After it all was done, he, uh, 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 he, uh, Elijah said, I'm going to take Gehazi with my staff. And when he got there, it did not work. And she said, no, I'm not going to settle for the counterfeit. I'm not going to settle for something like it. I got to have the real thing. Y'all remember the song that says this? Ain't nothing like the real thing, baby. Ain't nothing like the real thing. So then he said, I said, oh, no, I have to have you to come. You're the one that said you're the one that made the promise. And so then when he got there, what happened? He said, he laid face on face, body on body. For death, the baby was cold, but then he got warm. Why did he get warm? Because God was pushing him into a new place. God was restoring him. God was bringing life back to a place that the devil told you that was dead. And he is talking. Here come Revelation. What the devil told you that was dead, that wasn't going to work with you, God said, I'm bringing life back into it. Hallelujah. Glory to God. When the devil thought he was going to steal, kill, and destroy you, God said, I'm bringing life back into the situation. I'm bringing life back into your finances. I'm bringing life back into your heart and to your mind. I'm mending the broken pieces to them. 
they don't even have uh, the residue or, or, or the inclination that they were ever broken because he's breathing life back into your situation because it's time for you to drive and go forth because it is well. So I can't say that you tonight. So what happened was the baby coughed seven times. You might say seven times. Seven times, which means that was the completion of it all. It was the new beginning of it. Came to let you know that here it is. He's bringing life back into it because it's coming to a new beginning in your life. Somebody said, I got to drive and go forward. God bless you. Thank God for you. Thank God for joining us here tonight on Blog Talk Radio and Facebook Live. I just wanted to encourage you to drive and go forward. Well, come on, give me some hearts and some thumbs. Come on, give me some hearts and some thumbs to let me know, to let me know that you hear the word of God, to drive and go forth. Drive, Cynthia, and go forth. Drive, Nevaeh, drive and go forth. Don't settle for less. Don't settle for it. Don't settle for what the devil tried to rob for you. God said, I'm going to bring the life back into it so that the restoration of the thing is coming. Drive, Dorienda, and go forward, Sylvia. Minister Kaiser, drive and go for Terrence, drive and go for God bless you. Thank God for you. Thank God for you tonight to understand this one thing. In the midst of it all, it may seem bleak. It may seem like it's not going to happen. But the promise of God is yea and amen. God said this. The Bible says and God declares to us that he's not the son of man that he should lie. Neither the son of man that he should repent. For if he said it, it will come to pass. Hear this. The Shudamite woman didn't ask for the promise, but the promise was given to her because she blessed the man of God. The Bible declares if we give a prophet a glass of water, we shall receive a prophet's reward. Come on, come on, Luke. Luke says, give, and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over, shall men give unto your bosom. For with the same measure that you meet, it shall be measured unto you again. That's why it's good to give. That's why it's good to give. You should give with a glad heart. And I know sometimes we give in an expectation of giving back, but I tell you this, the way that God will bless you, no man could ever bless you because his favor goes a long way our money will not. I love you. Thank you again for, for joining Pastor Troy here, Facebook Live. I love you and thank God for you. Appreciate you. Until next time, meet us Sunday at 9 o'clock at 5818 West North Avenue. Once again, if you're not busy, meet us at 5818 West North Avenue at 9 a.m., probably at 9 a.m., so that we can give God glory and praise. I love you. Thank God for you. And as I always say, God bless you. Hashtag let us pray. If you'd like to be a blessing, there here there is a cash app if you would like to. It's totally up to you whether or not you want to do that or not. But it would be greatly appreciated. And it was not. This is good ground to sow on. God is a great God and greatly to be praised. Here it is. God bless you. And thank God for you. Love you. And thank God. As I always say, hashtag, let us pray. Amen. 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 I thank God for the service on tonight from the man of God who said that. Uh, let me break out my notes. He said, stay focused. Drive 
be hopeful. He said for us to be able to make sure we understand that what God is doing, it is well in my soul. With everything that was saying that when the enemy try to come in as a flood, when the evil one speaks in, we have to understand that God is always in our corner. He got our back. When you look up and you see that God is there, that you know that God is there because the enemy is trying to steal something from you, steal your dreams. Hmm. Man, God talked about that. When he was trying to steal what God had told you, God said when he tell you something, it is so. Can't nobody take it back. Can't nobody cancel it. Drive and go for it. Stay on the sign. It is well in my soul. As the man of God say what our late apostle Sandra Thomas taught us, when she looked at us and we looked at each other, when we look at ourselves, we should say, oh, God sees me. I'm somewhere in the future, and I look much better than I do right now. Some of us can look back on our life a day ago, a week ago, a month ago, a year ago, a couple of years back, and if you look at where you was and where you are now, uh, don't tell me that God didn't bless you. The lines are open for those that want to have something to say. Please speak up now and just bless the man of God that blessed us on the night and just give God the glory and the praise. The lines are open. Um, this is Cecilia. I don't have anything to say other than I challenge everyone. Um, not that you have to do it, but the word on tonight was a good word of confirmation for me. So I know that I can't buy the word. I know that I can't pay for the word. But Pastor Troy, I'm going to send you $50, and I would challenge anyone else to send you $50 to be a blessing, not for trying to purchase the word, but just being a blessing to the man of God who's always blessing us, whether it's with his music or with his preaching, but it's always something. And so, like he said, this is a season of blessing, so you don't just have to just do it tonight. You can do it weekly, monthly, however the Lord lays it on your own. Just bless the man of God. That's all. Amen. Amen. Thank you for that, Apostle Elect Dr. Cecilia Kaiser. Is there anyone else that would like to say something on tonight? Okay, I'll pause for a little longer because I wanted people to see that it's not that we're, as Apostle was saying, you have to bless the man of God. The man of God even said if you want to. Um, I'm like, you don't have to worry about what you do and you don't do. God knows. You don't have to worry about what you want to do and you couldn't do. God knows. You don't have to worry about what you should do but you won't do. God knows. I know you probably say you said that earlier, but God knows. Drive and go forth, stay on assignment. I'm going to ask again, is there anyone else that would like to say something on blog talk? 
at this time. If you don't do nothing, just say, man of God, I bless you and thank you for the word. The lines are open. Okay, we would like to thank everyone that joined in on tonight's Facebook Live, my page, as well as the pastor's page, Pastor Servant Troy Thomas, as well as Smile 3E, Iron Sharpening Iron, Blog Talk Radio. We thank you all for joining in for tonight's service. We're here every Monday night at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Next Monday, our speaker will be myself, Minister Sylvia Kaiser. We will be talking about what God has put on my heart to share with the people. We're going to constantly remind you about the season that we're in, the season of celebration and what, why, and who we should be celebrating. That's next Monday at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you come back on Wednesday evenings, early evenings, p.m. Central Standard Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I will be ministering on Wisdom Wednesdays. We'll be talking about, again, the reason for the season. We've got to use wisdom with knowing what the season is and why God still has us here. So please check in on Wednesday. If you come back Friday evening at 9 p.m. Central Standard Time, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, you will also hear me speak again what God has put on my heart to share with the people for us to hear to remind us again the season that we are in. And you probably keep saying, what do you mean by the season that you're in? The season that you're in. Somebody tell you about a party or something else. They keep reminding you. You keep looking over the flyer. You keep doing different things. So we're going to remind you of the season that we're in at 9 p.m. Central Standard Time, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you come back Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m. Central Standard Time, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, you will hear from our very own Apostle-elect Dr. Cecilia Kaiser as our overseer supporting to us to start the week off with, with what God has put in her heart to share with us. So just understand this is an appointed and anointed ministry. It's not a ministry that was uh, by happenstance or it was a good idea. This ministry has been going on for double-digit years. And we're going to do what God told us to do, whether it's one person, two persons, or no person on the line, Facebook or blog talk. We're going to stay on assignment with God. It's time to drive and go forth as the man of God says. Say, God is all well with my soul. We're going to do just that. And to know that God is God. It's nothing we can do about it. This is Smile 3E, Iron Sharpening Iron Sharp. You know, um, ministries, we are worldwide. Uh, we're also doing Facebook Live. Tonight we had the pastor, Reverend Trey Thomas from Fountains of uh, Living Water. That was a part of our ministry on tonight, and we thank God for that. Um, I also will be blessing the man of God. I'm going to see what God says about that. We're, um, you know, we don't, we don't want you to think you have to beat us or, or join us. You, you give what God tells you to give. If if you're, it's not a dollar, but it's prayer, you give what God tells you to give. There's no force. 
You don't have to buy. You cannot buy. You can't afford a blessing from God. You just could afford to be blessed by God. Let me make sure you get that understood. You can't afford to buy a blessing. You can just afford to be blessed by him. So, again, give God your heart. Give him your life. Give him everything you got for the season. Our foundation of scripture is Matthew 6 and 33. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. So I want you to know that we have a prayer line with Pastor Linda Handy. It's 605-313-4818, 605-313-4818. Access code is 647-147, 647-147. Sister Carmen also has a prayer line, area code 605-284, 605-313-4284. Access code is 528-267, 528-267. Reverend Festus Johnson has a text line, and he has more than ministry on his Facebook page in the morning at 7 a.m., you can join him, but his text line is texting your prayer request is 331-244-0079, 331-244-0079. And with that being said, no, we love you with the love of the Lord. There's nothing you can do about it. I'm going to give it back to the man of God so he can tell us any upcoming services we have, upcoming requests that, that he have that we can go and support and join him in and just do what God has told him to do concerning the body of Christ. Pastor, is back in your hands. God bless you. Thank you for Thank you again. I do appreciate the, everything that's been said and has been done. I thank God for Jesus Christ himself. I thank you for the seeds that have been sown. Uh, what a blessing it is. Um, don't take things lightly, but I, I've, I've learned this through our uh, late apostle Sandra Thomas, uh, you say you cannot pay for the word of God, but what you can do is sow a seed on the word. And once you sow a seed on the word, you have a harvest coming back. You have a uh, a blessing coming back. And a lot of times it may not be a monetary blessing that you may receive back. It, it may be that bill, that, that bill collector, that they may have wiped it clean. They may have that debt, that they may wipe it clean. It may be the favor of God that may meet you at, at, the, uh, at the mortgage company. It may be the favor of God that may meet you at the car dealership. It may be even the favor of God that may meet you at your kid's school or at your job uh, just because you sow the seed. The Bible says he blesses a cheerful giver, which means those that desire to give from their heart in a glad place. Um, we, we don't want to give. Like a, like a minister Kaiser said, it's not always about the money. It's not about a, about a certain amount. It's about the intent of your heart. And we must do things with the intent of our heart in the right kind of manner. That's what God is going to bless. But I thank God for Apostle Elect. I thank God for Minister Kyrs. I thank all those that have been on Facebook Live, those that are in our family that are part of Smile 3E and Blog Talk Radio. What is a blessing? Our iron sharpening iron. This is a blessing. It's, a, it's, it's ordained from God. And I thank God for them. I do have a short, a short quick announcement. And the announcement is that what we hold, what we hold church at, which is the Praise and Worship Outreach Ministry, 5818 West North Avenue, we will be in a joint service the first Sunday of January. The first Sunday of January, we will be in a joint service at 12:30 p.m. 
a joint service, and y'all know what we do every year. At the beginning of the year, we have a uh, anointing service. We lay hands, we prophesy, we we speak life, we give words of encouragement and affirmation, we speak knowledge of God to everyone in the building that particular day. We do it every year. We come with black. Y'all know I'm not a person to do all these colors and can on, but we wear our black and white. The ministers and apostles, I, I want them to come in their in their uh, their collars, their um, their garments, and uh, to make sure that we are in line together. We are on one accord. Because the Bible declares, you know, y'all, y'all remember the day of Pentecost, they was in one place on one accord, and we come in with one mind to give God praise, to glorify Him, as well as to receive from God. So that's what we're going to do. Um, that's the first Sunday in January. It is January 7th at 1230 p.m. at 5818 West North Avenue. We will have a flyer out pretty soon uh, in the next week or so, um, giving more information about that. Just, just, I'm telling you, this is not a service you want to miss. I, I know the, the move of God is going to be powerful in the building on that particular day. I uh, thank God for you. I appreciate you so very much, um, and that God is going to move by his by his authority and his and his power. Amen. So if you can get a chance, come by there. Twelve thirty PM uh January seventh, um fifty eight eighteen West North Avenue. Um the power of God will be in the place. I love you guys. I thank God for you. Back in your hands, Mr. Chicago. Amen. I pray that everybody get a peaceful rest in their sleep on tonight. I pray that everybody's mind is open and heart is open to receive God to them in their sleep when his angels come to minister to you. As you're walking through this season of celebrating of Christ, remember when you see a homeless, you never know. There go I. Lord, there go I. It could have been. When you see someone in need, don't turn your head, shake your head, or say something negative. Bless the left and least fortunate. This is a season of giving. Take time out to give. Maybe them shoes you want or the coat or the outfit you want, you may give out of your need or your won't. But I believe, like the man of God said, somebody may walk up to you and bless you with the very thing you was asking for or looking to buy. I pray that our faith tell us not. I pray that we hold on to God's unchanging hands. I pray that we take all of our worries and our cares to the Lord. I pray that we trust God with everything. I pray that God covers each and every one's house, each and every one's health. I pray that God just covers us in our secret places with our secret requests of what we have on the altar before him. I pray that we have ears to hear what was said on tonight, a heart to receive what was said on tonight, a mind to meditate what was said on tonight, and we present our bodies to God as a living sacrifice with drive and go forth. With God, it is well in my soul. Telling God to keep us on assignment, we must stay focused. I pray that we spread the good news of Jesus to let everybody know he's knocking at your door. It's not a scam. It's the Lord. Answer it. In Jesus' name, I pray these things and these things I pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Good night, everyone.